Was I, as a DM, not letting my player be creative? Hi there. I need advice regarding a particular player and a short fallout that is formed. While this player has for the most part been fun to play with, there have been issues where they will argue with rulings I implemented. These occur when this player attempts to play a spell or ability outside the realm of the and I have to rule on the fly as to if it works or not. This involves me rushing to the rulebook to read through the spell description, try to understand it, and quickly deliberate if what they're attempting should be allowed. There have been times where I've waived the restrictions where I see no harm in allowing it. However, in cases where I ruled that their misinterpretation of the rules would be too much of a game-breaker for me to allow, they have thrown a temper tantrum and started arguing with me. An early example of this was where they went to suddenly cast Daylight Underground on a group they were sneaking up on. I asked them why, and they said that the group should be blind now because I just flashbanged them. Double-checking the spell description made no indication of that. I had to rule on the fly and said that the spell doesn't work like that. They were upset with my decision. Looking back, I could have had one of the minions make a con save so that it does something. But when I'm put on the spot like that, it's hard to come up with alternatives. A more recent example regarding the spell Control Water, the party were stationed at some docks, looking to infiltrate a pirate crew. As the session ended, this player said that they had a plan, but wouldn't reveal it. I asked them to run it by me, so that I can understand it, but they refused. I took the time between sessions to look at his spell list and see what he might be trying to plan. I guessed correctly that he wanted to use Control Water to part the sea and send the gargantuan pirate ship crashing to the ocean floor. I reached out and explained to him that the spell wouldn't allow you to one-shot the gargantuan ship, but maybe we could work out an interesting way for you to use the spell. He started arguing with me on this. The most recent example, and the one which led them to storming out of the session, was a one-shot I was running for the holidays. They had Eldritch Blast prepared, as well as the Repelling Blast invocation. I admit that I had rushed to prepare the one-shot so I hadn't checked through their characters. Combat began and the player used Eldritch Blast to repel a combatant away. The problem was when they argued that they repelled them 20 feet up in the air, causing them to fall prone and take fall damage. I was confused by this and tried to look it up. From my understanding, Eldritch Blast sends the target away on the horizontal axis, not vertical. There's also no indication of fall damage from the spell. I tried to explain my logic to them, but they wouldn't listen to me, so they left. It is all very tiring for me. They have not reached out to me via text to explain their feelings on the matter. I want to get a third opinion on the matter about how I should handle this. The players sent me this, that by restricting creative uses of spells and abilities within Raw, you are invalidating player choices and telling us players do not think outside the box when problem solving. That standard combat, where all we do is use basic attacks and nothing else, is the only way to solve issues. I feel that when making rulings for when spells and abilities are used in surprising ways, or ways that catch you off guard, you harshly shut them down without a second thought. I fear that you're very eager to swing the banhammer without considering its effects on the game and players. Personally, I believe this to be the wrong approach when DMing, and that a DM should be encouraging the players to make creative choices. While I agree that in most cases a DM should get the final say about things, I also believe that if they don't have an open mind and aren't willing to have an open discussion with their players, they discourage their players' creativity, which harms the overall experience for all parties by making the game feel bland. I don't know how I feel about this other than exhausted. I don't want this player to leave, but I don't want to be steamrolled over at the same time. I do want my players to come up with interesting plans and ideas, but at the same time I know all too well how easily the game can become a broken mess. Does anyone have any advice on how I can handle this situation?
After some excellent feedback, I was able to find the words for what I was feeling. Taking from the advice discussed here, I've written up a guideline that I'll be sending to this player, as well as the rest of the party, to set a structure to rule discussion. I understand your concerns. However, if players want to stretch the limits of the game, I require time to process it. Magic in Dungeons & Dragons already provides an immensely creative toolkit for players to utilize and add creative elements to the adventure. The rules and limitations are there to ensure that the game runs smoothly and that everyone can have fun, not just in one session, but in years' worth of gameplay. Therefore, if any player wishes to push the boundaries of the rules, I need time to weigh the pros and cons of that deviation and its impact on everyone else at the table. Going forward, this is how such matters will be dealt. 1. If you have a cool idea that you want to use in the game, but you're not sure if it stretches the rules, feel free to reach out to me throughout the week and discuss your idea. That way I'll have plenty of time to consider your proposal, and if need be, work out a way to give you what you want while maintaining a healthy balance in the game. 2. During sessions, if a question regarding the implementation of a spell or ability comes up, I will consult with the rules as written in front of me and rule how I see in the moment is best for that scenario. No arguments will be had during the session. 3. If you wish to discuss a particular ruling that occurred during a session, you're welcome to talk to me after the session and explain your point of view. That way I'll have time to take everything into consideration. I hope we can reconcile this and create a healthy form of communication that will benefit everyone at the table. Would you have done the same thing as this DM? Rule of cool is great, but not if you're letting spells break the game. This next story is about a player relationship with the BBEG. The party had just beaten the first boss encounter alongside an NPC, who was there to act as a plot device and contingency plan, in case I screwed up the balancing. Some new players, heavily homebrewed world with custom weapons and magic items. She is a literal angel, and notably is one of only two celestials present in my homebrew world. Anyways, this NPC is actually the avatar of a vengeful goddess, who's looking to restore her full divine power and is slated to betray the party once their shared objective is fulfilled, and use their strength to commit atrocities that make the Geneva Convention look like a bucket list. Originally, I was going to have her be a recurring side character that showed up at important times to help out, just enough to keep her in the player's memory, and so intrigue, but not enough where her suspicious nature would be as readily apparent until further on. That is, until the other celestial in the world decided to be a slut. Not exactly out of character, to be fair. Enter our cleric, lawful neutral, very analytical and detached from the world's affairs, has a bit of a reputation for wanting to sleep with anything and everything that is sentient and consenting. He's played by my girlfriend slash soon-to-be fiancé who's an absolute chaos gremlin that I love with every inch of my soul. When talking to this NPC during a necessary exposition dump, she decides to see what would happen if she attempted to use her legendary autism riz. Literally everyone at the table is neurodivergent and laughed hysterically. On the literal angel, because, well, one could imagine she's probably extremely attractive, especially to a cleric who wields divine magic anyways. This isn't unprecedented and she's used her unusually high charisma and extremely favorable dice rolls to obtain valuable information and even skip an entire planned story beat in the second session. Naturally, I, seeing as the cleric and my NPC are both the only celestials who exist in the world after a rather unfortunate event, a biblical-scale apocalypse that screwed everything up a few thousand years ago, decided that it would actually make sense for potential attraction, so I let her roll for it. She rolled two checks. First roll was a natural 18 for a total of 24. Second roll, you can probably guess where this is going. Nat freaking 20. Fast forward a few sessions. They're in a committed relationship being all cute as the party travels the world in search of the Omega Keys. 
Totally not plot MacGuffins, I swear. They think those keys are tools to stop a second Ragnarok, but they're really the limiters preventing the goddess from being restored to her full power. One experienced player has caught on that the angel might not be who she seems after she got a suspiciously timed power boost from taking the first one, but the others are blissfully unaware and love the character as well as the relationship itself. Does this mess up my plans? Not even close, because now I can up the stakes when the truth is revealed. And now the cleric has a choice to make during the pivotal moment. Stick with his comrades when faced with a gut-wrenching betrayal, or side with his partner, who coincidentally is an avatar for the very goddess his magic comes from, and lay waste to that which she deems impure. This is going to be a fun campaign. I love inserting a villain into the party dynamic. Some of the best stories will naturally evolve if you let your players interact with the villain on a regular basis. I hope we find out more about the cleric dating the BBEG. Share your stories about problem players or problematic BBEG relationships. Before we take our leave, don't forget to subscribe to our channel, All Things D&D. Stay tuned for more amazing Dungeons & Dragons content every Tuesday.